Hey friend, and welcome to the Camera Brave Show. My name's Marissa, and I help people fearlessly create content and find their own beautiful voice. In this show, we talk all about strategy, mindset, and confidence, not to mention the power of storytelling through my personal favorite thing, video. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's dive right in. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Camera Brave Show. My name is Marissa, and today we are talking all about goals versus New Year's resolutions. Specifically, I'm going to dig into why I prefer goals, the difference between the two, and my tips for moving forward. Before I jump on in, I do want to take a quick moment of your time and ask that if you are listening to the Camera Brave Show via Apple Podcasts, if you would take just a moment to leave a review. These reviews seriously help us continue to grow on the platform and stand out as a podcast. So if you would please take just a quick moment of your time and tell me if you're enjoying the show over on Apple podcast. All right, let's dive on in. So I recently took to my stories and I just point blank asked, do you guys set goals? Yes or no? And it was split, which I was really shocked to see. I thought that because a lot of the people that are in my community are fellow coaches or entrepreneurs or have a small business, I thought that it would lean heavier, heavier. I thought that it would lean heavier on the percentage of people setting goals and a smaller percentage of people not setting goals. So I was pretty shocked to see that it's 50-50. And then the second thought came to me, Do you guys set New Year's resolutions? Those of you who don't set goals, are you the type of person that will set a New Year's resolution? And then it set off this whole chain of thoughts in my head about the difference between the two and why I am super passionate about one and not at all about the other. So I thought, I just want to talk all of this out and share my personal feelings with you guys and see if it will maybe convert any of you into goal setters. So let's break it down first by definition. So a goal, the definition of a goal is the object of a person's ambition or effort, an aim or desired result. The definition of a resolution is a firm decision to do or not do something. Just the description from the dictionary is such a difference. When we're talking about goal, we have words like ambition, effort, aim, desire, result. Resolution, a firm decision. Do you see the difference in just the passion and the meaning behind the words? And this is just from the dictionary here. I'm going to get a lot deeper as to the meaning behind the two and what we associate with each one. But just starting with the dictionary definition, the difference is staggering to me. And it really sums up how I feel about the two. When I'm thinking about goals, I feel things like ambition, effort, desire, and aiming for results versus when I think about a resolution, it's more like an idea that ends up kind of being dropped off around like January, February time of year, right? They're not things that typically we're able to cultivate and grow with. So I'm not saying that you should not set goals in January. I absolutely think you should set a goal, not a new year's resolution. So let's dive into why I prefer goals. First of all, I'm a firm believer that there is nothing magical about January 1st. 
I think that if you are going to set goals, you can set them at absolutely any time. And I think you should constantly be evaluating what you're working on and what you want to be working towards. Instead of just picking up a resolution for the year, the new year, and just running with it. I think goals need to be constantly evaluated in order to best serve us. We're constantly in this state of changing and evolving and things coming in and out of our lives. And I'm a firm believer that goals should reflect that same flexibility that we see in our lives. I think that the best way to actually make progress on something is to have, first of all, a good goal and a very strong why behind the goal. That's probably another reason why a lot of New Year's resolutions kind of fall through because the why is almost like this hyped up version of because it's a new year. So we have to set a new drastic, crazy goal for ourselves versus when you're setting a goal and the why can be because this suits my needs right now. Because if I could make progress on this right now, I could seriously see some amazing change in my life. That is a such more powerful why than because it's the new year, you know? So that's really a strong proponent of why I prefer goals also and why they should be constantly flexible so that way they can be tailored to you. Another reason why I prefer goals is because they are things that we're able to adapt and not abandon. I think when we set New Year's resolutions, it's this all or nothing mentality. So, so often when life gets hard and things get in the way, those New Year's resolutions are straight up abandoned, right? The gym membership, it's canceled. That new club that you were going to join, well, now it's too far away. Whatever that resolution was, it's really easy to think I'm all in or I'm done. And I think that circles back to not having that strong why versus when you're setting a goal for yourself and when it makes sense and connects to what you deeply desire to change in your life, then you're able to adapt it more. You're able to not abandon it, but kind of pivot. But when we think of New Year's resolutions, since it has that strong word right in front of it, New Year's, around March, are we still really thinking about these? Are we still really putting our intention and our priority there? Because in March, it is, of course, still a new year, but it's also, you know, we've got spring coming up and there's all these other things that we're focused on. Whereas if you had set the intention instead to make it a goal, you could pivot, you could adapt and continue to go through whatever that is in another season once you're past the new year hype. The second reason that I prefer goals is because they're more often adapted versus abandoned. Whereas we see, I mean, when I think about a new year's resolution, one of the first things that comes to my mind is that you're not going to stick with it. And I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking about that's, that's what I've come to associate with it is New Year's resolutions are these big like stars. And so often we're not taking the time to put in the action steps that actually get us to the stars. And I think that's what 
we do with goals. That's the way that I create goals. And I'm going to go over all of my tips here in a minute, but that's the way that I create a goal is I still shoot for the stars, this crazy drastic thing, but it's not because it's a new year. It's not because there's anything magical about January 1st. It's because it's deeply connected to my why and I'm passionate about it. And I want to see some change. And then I create the action steps, the actual stairs to get you there and add those action steps to my calendar, which is another huge way that you will be able to actually see progress in your goals versus just having the ideas. That's how they, you turn them into actual action is by adding them to your calendar. So those are essentially the three reasons why I prefer goals, because there is nothing magical about January 1st and goals are something that you can start at any time. They are more often adapted to what we need in our lives and not abandoned like a resolution may be. And we we just approach goals differently than we approach New Year's resolutions. We approach goals in terms of action steps and how can I break this down as opposed to New Year's resolutions. And I think, honestly, I think New Year's resolutions are just being marketed to us. So that way we want to do things like make massive purchases, like joining a gym or doing something crazy. I feel like it's all a part of marketing, this whole idea of taking giant leaps. That way you go and buy something because you want to change something in your life. And there is nothing wrong with doing that. As long as it's attached to your strong personal why deep inside of you and something that you are committed to, because I think we don't commit very well to New Year's resolutions, not long-term Why else would they be called New Year's resolutions? They happen around the new year. That's when we're hyped and that's when we're excited and we're talking about them. But I think the issue is that they drop off as opposed to like holiday gifts. Well, those have their time and then they're done. They're wrapped up in a bow, opened up, and then the holiday season ends. But what about your goal season? That's not going to end when it's no longer the new year, when we're getting into April and May and looking at at spring and even into summer, things like that. Well, your mind's not focused on the new year. So if you've attached like this lofty goal to the new year, then what's going to happen in May? Are you still going to feel that strong why and this conviction about your goal? Or is it kind of, well, that was a season and there's nothing wrong with having seasonal goals, of course, but I want you to think of them as goals, not as crazy new year's resolutions, but as goals that you are working on and that are suiting your life right now. Okay. So here are a few of my goal setting tips. Now, given everything that I just said, I do personally think that the end of the year is an excellent time to set aside a, like dedicate time to working on your goals. All of that being said, I do think that the end of the year is the perfect time to dedicate chunks of your time to thinking about your goals, to reflecting on what went well this year and what you'd like to work on next year. That being said, I do continually work on goals throughout the year. Again, nothing magical about January 1st, but the holidays are a really good time to sort of reflect because we're typically slowing down a little bit more. We're typically kind of reprioritizing things like family and togetherness and a lot of gratitude is expressed throughout the holidays. So I think that 
using that kind of softness and being able to look back at your year. I really think that December is the perfect time to do that. And I personally use the time between Christmas. I celebrate Christmas between Christmas and new year's, those like five couple of days. That's typically where I'll work kind of doing like the heavy lifting of what my goals are going to be for next year. That time is like strategically dedicated to reflecting on what went well this year and really focusing on where I am now and what I want to work on now. That way I'm setting the trajectory for my year. So while there's nothing magical about January 1st, I do think that right before then is an excellent time to focus on your goals and think about where you want your year to go. I recently heard this saying that I'm sure I'm going to mess up a little bit, but it was something along the lines of, if you don't decide where you want to be, you'll end up somewhere else. And while I definitely butchered it a little, that is very, very much how I feel. If you do not intentionally decide what you want to work on and what habits you want to create, then they'll be created for you. Your routines and your systems and your habits, if you're not intentional about building them, then they'll just build themselves and you'll just kind of end up with a morning routine. That's one that I've been really working on is my morning routine because I never made one. And I would say that I've never made a morning routine, but that's not true. I didn't intentionally plan a morning routine, but I had a routine. It was roll out of bed, crawl to the coffee maker, have a little bit of food and shuffle over to work. So that was a routine, but it was not something that I was proud of or that was cultivated. However, since I didn't create an intentional routine yet, it was just created for me. So focusing on these things, I do think is prime in December. My next tip for you is to write them down. I personally use a goal setting planner. I talk about it all the time, not because it's sponsored, not because it's affiliated, but because I use them year after year. I think for the last four Christmases, it's been on my wish list because I get it for Christmas. And then I do all of the deep work up front, like they recommend, and then start off January strong, setting my intentions, not with some crazy resolution, but with an idea of what I want to work on and cultivate to have an awesome year. And of course it doesn't always go as planned. My power sheets for 2020 are hilarious to look at because in Jan or in December of 2019, January 2020, it was, yes, we're kicking off the decade. This is going to be a powerful year. This is going to be a year of growth and exploration. And well, look what happened. <laughs> I mean, there was absolutely no way that I could have known what the world and what my life was going to look like in January. But that's not what it's about. It's about trying to plan the things that you want to work on at that moment in time and then constantly evaluating where you are and where you want to be. Given the circumstances of the world, of your life, things can just get crazy. So having that adaptability to constantly be able to pivot, it's key. It's the key to goal success, the key to goal setting success. That's what I think anyway. So whether you're using a goal setting planner or you're using a piece of paper, 
write it down. There's something so powerful about writing down your goals and being able to list them and track them and being able to actually make an action plan from what you've written down. Another reason to write them down and not lose it, like save it wherever you write it down, whether it's a note on your phone or it's just a scratch piece of paper, put it somewhere where you will not lose and where you will be able to go back and reference and reflect. Because I, I was just doing this yesterday. I love to do this in December. I love to look back and I love to reflect on where I was at the beginning of the year or the end of, you know, the previous year, because there is something so powerful in rereading words that you have written that make you go, wow. Do you know what I mean? Like we know that we say, you know, amazing things, but when we write down something that has like full on just straight wisdom in it, and then you go back and you read it and you're like, I said that that's amazing. And it gives you so much more conviction because it's connecting you with the person that you were at that point in time. And you're thinking, wow, I'm not just doing amazing now. I'm not just putting things into motion now. That girl, she was pretty amazing too. So it gives you this connection. One thing that I found when I was looking through mine yesterday, and this is a full-on story that I think I'm going to dive into on a live, which is how Camera Brave came to be, Camera Brave, how I named it, because I took a very long time naming this business, and how that has changed the meaning of the word brave for the better in my own head. Before this year, brave had a completely different meaning to me, and I'm not going to get into that here, but I didn't use it often. I didn't associate it with courage and it wasn't a word that was a part of my routine, but I found when I was writing, uh, last December, I found something, something being brave and it just made me stop. And I thought, wow, I really thought that this was something that I created this year, but look at this girl. She knew that being brave was important. And it gave me just, I just wanted to hug past me because I'd taken the time to write down how I felt. And then I took the time to reflect on that girl that I was. And it made me smile. So there's so much power in not just hearing words of wisdom, but hearing the words of wisdom from you, from past you to current you to future you. It's it's absolutely worth doing. So write down your goals and put them somewhere where you will remember. My next tip for setting goals is something that I've already previously mentioned. And it is you set the goal, you create action steps. And then this is the crucial part. You take those action steps, those small steps. Some of them can be bigger, but then, you know, have the steps that you do up to those bigger ones and put those on your calendar. Put those action steps on your calendar. That's the only way that this gets done. It's the only way that these goals actually become things that you can improve upon is by taking those action steps and putting them on your calendar. Super, super crucial part of this, putting it on your calendar. And then my last final tip for you regarding goal setting is to continually check in with your goals and make sure that it's still in alignment with what you want. My entire goal structuring system has come from the planner that I've been using for the last five years, but I do think it's an excellent system. So the system is you do a bunch 
of work, like pages and pages of thinking about what you want your life to look like. What challenges have you faced in the past? Who are you grateful for? And what can you express gratitude for in your life right now? It's a very intensive kind of workload that you do up front but it connects you with your why. So it's super important to do that work on your own. And even if you know, you're know you not using a journal, even if you're just using a piece of paper, being able to flush it out and ask yourself these questions. Where do I wanna be in 10 years? Where was I 10 years ago? What challenges have I faced? What have I done well? These sort of questions really help you to uncover your purpose. And that's what keeps you going in August and September when the new year hype is so long gone and you're busy and you still want to work towards something amazing and bigger than yourself. So the next step from there is each month, it breaks down for you what goals you want to set for the month and what's on your to-do list. You get all of it out onto paper, and then you break down your monthly, your weekly, and your daily action items. These look different depending on what season you're in, but overall, I do think it's a pretty good system to have things that you're working on monthly that maybe not be able to be checked off, right? It may, they have a little progress bar next to it and you color it in. So things that you can continually work on that you may not be able to check off, or you can write things that you check off because that is the most satisfying thing ever, being able to check something off of your list in my brain anyway. Then from there, every quarter, there's a goal refresher. And I think that is super, super crucial to goals that work for you and having them serve your life. So every three months, you stop and you do a little bit of digging and think about, okay, here's where I'm at. Here's what's happened over the last three months. And you know what? I've actually decided to pivot a little bit. These are the goals that are going to be the best for me moving forward. And then you can continue to build upon those new fresh goals. So like they never get stale and it allows you to not really outgrow them because you're constantly evaluating them. So my last tip is keep checking in with your goals and make sure that they're suiting your current situation, not something that you're setting just once a year, but that you're constantly going back and evaluating. If you can't tell, I truly love goal setting. I think it's sort of helped me shape my year and continue to remain intentional and feel like I'm on the right track because so often I start to doubt where I'm going, if I'm doing enough, if I'm making a difference. And whenever I feel those thoughts, it truly helps me to go back to the drawing board, look at my goals. And even if maybe I'm not doing enough, I can decide, okay, my focus can be here, here, and here. And then I know I'm on track. That has helped me and the way that my brain works so, so much. Of course, everyone's brain is different, but I do think that setting goals for yourself, putting them down on paper is absolutely something that we should all be doing, especially if you are in business for yourself. And I'm not just talking business goals, but personal goals. They absolutely go together if you're working for yourself, you have your own business. Being able to grow yourself and grow your business, absolutely go hand in hand.
I've done several episodes on this, but if you're remaining stuck, your business is going to remain stuck. So you have to continually work on you in order to continually work on your business. When you see personal development growth, you're going to see the growth in your business. And there's no magic formula and it's not rocket science, but basically it means we just have to keep working on us and we can't forget to make time for us. Thank you so much for listening in on this, friends. Listen, if you have a friend or family member that is very gung-ho about New Year's resolutions, would you please share this episode with them? Because I would love to know their thoughts on this. If they're heavily into setting New Year's resolutions, I would very much like for them to hear my approach on how they could convert those into goals and my reasoning behind them. So if you know someone that is a big goal setter or a big New Year's resolution setter, would you please share this with them? You could screenshot the episode and tag them in on Instagram stories, tag me in on Instagram stories. Tell me what you think. If you strongly disagree with me, I would love to know your reasoning behind why you may be a big advocate for New Year's resolutions. I am more of a big advocate for new year goal setting. So thank you so much for listening in with me today, friends. As always, you can find me over at Camera Brave on Facebook and Instagram. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll see you next time on the Camera Brave Show.